personally is trash. Wrestling is trash. And welcome back to another episode of Wrestling is Trash. The podcast for us trash boys and occasionally girls. Get together and talk everything you could think of professional wrestling. The good and the bad is what we mainly focus on here. Things we like, things we didn't like, what we would do better, what we think is too much, what we don't think there's enough of. We talk everything you can possibly think of. Welcome back again, everyone. I am Trash Boy Numero Uno, your co-host of Wrestling is Trash, Nick Anacelli. Coming to you live from California after watching a wonderful weekend of football. So much football that I'm so excited to talk professional wrestling. But before I pass it off to my other, my co-host over here, Trash Boy, i got to give a congratulations to the New York Giants, who had a huge victory on Saturday. Great game. Great, great game. And now our <clears throat> Trash Boy, Lou, is going up against Trash Boy, Dan. We got an Eagles. Giants game on Saturday. So with that being said, let me pass it over to my man, Lou. How you doing, Lou? Listen, after six years of no playoffs and going, bro, the Giants Giants made me quit sports, period. Like, I know I've talked about it before on my show, uh, The Everything Podcast, which I just released an episode about an hour ago. Um, (laughs) They made me quit sports entirely like the giants i got tired of three win seasons four wins i couldn't do it anymore i couldn't so i quit i spent like two and a half years not watching sports came back in the bubble uh bubble basketball actually got me back into sports and then i jumped on the giants since uh training camp this season i was like i'm coming back that's it i'm watching football again I jumped back on the bandwagon this year in training camp, followed them all the way through, and boy, oh boy, what a fucking game. Uh, Again, not a football analyst in any way, not here to break down the game, but my God, those Minnesota Vikings, their defense is fucking horrendous. Yes. That team has a horrendous defense, uh, and thank God. So, uh yeah, now we got to play the Eagles, which is going to be uh that's going to be something, that's for sure. But I will say this. I said last week, if the Giants beat the Vikings, they're going to this fucking Super Bowl. So they got a lot of momentum on their side, my friend. I'm going to have to stick with it. And other than that, everything is wonderful. This is a wrestling podcast. I am Lou from the BX Trash Boy number two, and I'm here to talk some fucking professional wrestling. And uh, that is what we're going to do. Yeah, there's a, you know, 2023, man, started off on a hot note. Hot, hot note. Luckily for us and wrestling fans in general, it's calmed down a little bit. Vince McMahon's getting sued left and right. We'll 
maybe dive into that, but that's the thing. He's back. He's what can not you say back. about that guy? Yeah, this, there's a lot. But one thing we want to show some love to, if you guys saw our Lou short from last week, is, Lou, what do you think of the Hard to Kill show this weekend? It was a very good show, honestly. Uh, Impact Wrestling is uh, flying under the radar. They got a really good roster of people, um, and they put on really entertaining weekly shows. They put on an entertaining live show, let me tell you. Their live show is fun. Uh, it is a fun environment. It's nice and it, it's a smaller venues, so it's much more like cozy. Everyone, it's, it seems like everybody has kick-ass seats, so everybody's excited. Um, and you're seeing people you've you've seen before, except like they're right in your face. Like you know what I'm saying? People you've seen in all other kind of companies, um, surprises. Like when I went to that live show that I was at, Kylan King just out of nowhere appeared. And we were all freaking out that Kylan King was there. Um, but this pay-per-view, uh, I've been following since I went to that live show, kind of been following the whole progression because it was uh, supposed to be Mickey James's last match. Um, she was wrestling Jordan Grace for the Impact Woman's title. And the stipulation was, is if she lost, it's her career. So, you know, they kind of pulled at your heartstrings a little bit by showing a bunch of... Uh, old videos of Mickey James from her beginnings all the way till now through her career with the music in the background and the whole thing. So um, the entrance for her, the, the pay-per-view was actually pretty cool. She embraced her, uh, her native American heritage and she had a whole, the entrance is phenomenal. You should just go check mm -hmm. it out. If you haven't seen it, um, but she ended up winning and uh, that was one of the picks I got right, which is cool because I went, <laughs> Three for eight with my picks, unfortunately. But uh, overall, I thought the show was pretty, pretty good. Um, you know, it was super entertaining. And uh, uh, definitely the, the four-way tag match was intense. That was a great fucking match. If you only get to watch one match from that show, I'd recommend that one. Yeah, I thought, like I said, I only got to watch some of it, uh, the old lady and I went away for the had a little mini vacation this weekend so i got to watch what nice. i could but um yeah it was good and you know what i like that they did and i i know some shows do, i liked how they started off with like the world title match you know granted mickey deserved to be the main event in my opinion but yeah. i thought that was just a little cool thing that they did you know what i mean and uh you know, I'm not going to lie. Like I said, I don't follow Impact as much. You know, I definitely, I follow on social media. So, and they're very good on social media, in my opinion, with advertising a lot of clips from this show. Um, right. I probably should know the answer, but they don't still go member for a while. I think it was in like 2020. They were live on Twitch. I don't think they do that for their Yeah, week. they did that for a while. They played around. I don't know if they still do that. Because um, when they, they were, definitely... I was watching weekly, honestly. I was yes. very impact then. they Just actually had a twitch their twitch channel was weird because they would they would broadcast their shows like if it starts at eight o'clock or whatever they'd show their show but then like all day it's just like classic like you turn it on and it's like samoa joe and cm punk yeah and like, a, what the fuck dude i like, loved it this? i loved it because when i was at work i would just put twitch on you know what i mean i like yeah. i was heavily following impact i forgot how long it lasted but um yeah yeah, like so. I if they, I don't think they do because I'd probably still be watching. But I wish they right. brought that back. So I thought that was really, really cool. But I think this show got 
in my eyes, a lot of spotlight on social media. You know, the hardcore yeah. hardcore fans are the ones that watch Impact, in my opinion. And uh, this got a lot of love on social media. You know what I mean? So I'm happy for them as a whole. You know, Frankie signed with them. Then we got Santorella. Yeah. Got him coming. <laughs> the Authority. You know, so I, d- I thought it was just cool in general from what I saw. I do need to go see that tag match. I didn't get to see the tag match, so... I have to do- yeah, that's definitely a, a, a good one to watch. Um, yeah, yeah the Santino Morella showed up. You had uh, Frankie Kazarian joining the Impact full time. So Which I, that's huge. Yeah. yeah, he had a really great match earlier. Well, last year now, uh, he had a great match with Josh Woods. Josh Woods. I don't. I always get jo- Woods and freaking. Uh, Josh Alexander mixed up. Um, Josh Alexander and him had a great match for the title uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I didn't want to touch on that opening match with the world title. That I was really shocked. But once I saw that it was happening, I was like, okay, I get it. You, you want to give Mickey James and Jordan all the shine, which is cool. Um, I'm just not a fan. I, I, I'm not a fan of world title matches opening pay-per-views. I just... I understand why they did it. And the match itself was actually pretty cool. Um, but I just, you open the fucking pay-per-view with a world title match. Like that's, that's crazy to me. Uh, but again, I understand why they did it. So, so would you really say, it, you know? so would you say like the only exception from that is like a rumble, you know, when the rumble kind of main events, Yeah, the only kind of time that's different. And- and the Rumble, well, but yeah, and the thing is, when they do that, the world title match is usually, like, right before the Rumble. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's right before, or, no, actually, no, I'm thinking about Money in the Bank for some reason. I was thinking about Money in the Bank, how they have that match usually before the world title so that you have the, you know, there's always that chance that somebody might run out in the world title match and cash in their shit immediately. But, yeah. um yeah, the Royal Rumble would be the one because they but when they do that, they usually have the match like right before, not like at the beginning. So Yeah. Again, I know I why. With you. I know why they did it. But you're saying they could have had that as like the co main event. And that's the thing too. I also understand why they probably didn't want to do that either, because of how that they just wanted to give like them all the fucking shine. Like they just wanted them to have it all. So which is pretty cool. I, I will yeah. admit that it's pretty cool. Yeah, will you say at the end of the day, when Mickey is done, will you say she'll go down as one of the greatest impact stars like ever? Oh, it, I thought you were gonna say overall ever. Um, and I was gonna think about it for a minute, but as far as impact goes, oh of course. Yeah, hell yeah. She, oh, I think she, she still goes down as one of the greats for the women in general in wrestling. Yeah. In wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As far as impact goes, she's that's a Hall of Famer, that's a whatever accolade could be given to her as far as like yeah. pertaining to impact wrestling, she can get them all. Like, cause you know, it's nuts. Like, is she the longest tenure just running women's wrestling gym? Cause I know she debuted in WWE in 06 and she's either been on like WWE or impact ever since. Right. Yeah. There's some, there's some women out there who Mercedes Martinez has been wrestling for a yeah. long fucking yeah. time. He's around. Um, I think she's at like 20 years, I think. Yeah, she's been doing it for a long time. Uh, I'm trying to think real quick who else might. Natalia. There's really not many. Yeah, Natalia, but I don't think she's like that. I think Natalia's got like 14 years, maybe something like that. 
like actively in WWE. Um, and I don't know how much on the indies. I mean, she might be coming up on that 20 year. I really don't know. Um, but yeah, I would probably say her Alicia Fox has been wrestling for like fucking 50 years, but she doesn't really wrestle anymore, but still, um, yeah, yeah, Mickey is the one she is. So greatest, greatest impact women star then you would say. Yeah. I mean, you don't really have, I mean, well, some argue what Gail Kim, you could say Gil Kim, Awesome Kong, you know, uh, Kong. I'm trying to think, uh, the beautiful people, you know, Velvet Sky and, uh, the other one, where the fuck her name is, uh, Angelina Love, um, what's her name that's in AEW now, uh, she's almost like a, uh, almost like a Mickey James. What the hell is her name? She's in she's in AEW now. Um Madison Ring. Madison oh, Ring also. Yeah. Yeah, they have a few, but as far as like getting in the Mickey James's level, this is bro. I've always they, thought they got... Impact, I've always thought Impact has had a solid consistent women's division in my opinion. Yeah, and it's funny because it's always know, slept w- on. Yeah, it's WWE has, you know, their women's revolution, but I'm going to be honest with you, before they had that the impact. knockouts were doing it like they were doing it just on a smaller yeah. scale but yeah they were definitely getting it on bro like people like odb and uh there was another one who uh she was hanging around with uh scott steiner for a while but she was awesome too i can't remember her name they had their own impact impact uh women's only pay-per-view too correct back in the day i think or a show yeah. or something yeah i'm trying to remember I don't remember Wait, when. They, oh, well, no, I think that was NWA. I got mixed up with NWA for a second. Um, I they might have. I'd have they, to research. They did it, something. They did something. I remember that. Um, the problem with Impact is just that they moved around so many times, bro, that, and they rebranded so many times that it's even you know, it was hard to keep track of them every day of the week. It seems. Yeah, like. like that Twitch thing that that wasn't even that long ago. Like. Yeah. That shit was like a year or two ago that they were streaming on Twitch. Now they're on YouTube. Like it's, they just, you know, it seems like right now they're in a good place as far as this YouTube thing. It seems to be working out with the subscriptions and everything. So hopefully they'll be there for a while. But yeah, it's been hard for them, man. They just flip flop all over the place. Yeah, they're legitimately hard to follow. Yeah, hard to kill and hard to follow. Um, but yeah, I honestly thought in the end, great show. You know. Can't complain. You always love seeing them get the spotlight. But I, after hearing what you said with the tag match, um, but speaking of spotlight and big, another match in the past week was announced that I know you you passed it in our group chat. And to me, I I'm excited for this match at uh, Battle of the Valley. You're gonna have Eddie Kingston and Jay White. It's gonna be a banger of a match. Yeah, man, that's gonna be a hard hitting match right there. Uh anything you give me anything with Eddie Kingston and I'm already down. But you talking about they're gonna have a new Japan match and he's gonna have a new Japan match with Jay White, bro. That show is already a must watch. Those are the only two matches I know about on that show. Yeah, they're Heidi building and Mercedes great. and these two. Yeah, they're building it up great. And uh, you know, because a lot of people, you know, like low-key, like, obviously, not low-key, like, rag on Eddie for some reason, but I loved following Eddie. Yeah, he doesn't have your typical jacked body, but, you know, people like him or just the small, like, the not not so jacked wrestlers, you would say, like, I like that, because that's more of that relating thing, and I think that's what right. breaks 
And like, I know you and Dan, like both from New York. So I know you guys heavily probably relate. Like I'm from the yeah. Northeast and I feel I relate with Eddie. Just, I don't know. Eddie's that guy who's just like, fuck it. I'm going to say what the fuck I want, do what I want. And I'm coming out in a pair of Tim's. Yeah, exactly. Like he's, he's come out on dynamite before with his, uh, like my favorite outfit that he wore was a fucking, he had Timberland boots, black uh track pants and a goddamn Knicks hoodie like i was like who, who is this guy bro this guy this guy's the bomb he's dressed like me out even, there like even it's crazy when, you ever see the fo- old last photo of him and claudio going around i think it went around there in the few when he's wearing like a shirt and tie but the tie is like a money design like he's just like he don't give a fuck and i love that yeah. Like, cause I always liked Eddie from the get go. Like when he came in during the uh, open challenge, I was like, yo, I like this dude. Like he came out hot. Yeah. Like, but where I really, like, I've always liked him, but when I, I've really been fucked with him since that CM Punk feud though. Yeah. He was, and he was it's funny too, man. Then. Cause I, I, you know, I pride myself on kind of like keeping up with like all kinds of different wrestling or whatever. And bro, I'll keep it a buck. I watched impact. Um, I didn't really watch NWA, but I I definitely was a fan of TNA and Impact. But I there was a large gap of time there where I didn't watch. And Eddie was on Impact, and I never me like my eyes and him on there never crossed paths. Like I never saw him on Impact. The first time I saw this dude was when he challenged Cody, and he came out, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" And I hear uh, Shivani go, "That's Eddie Kingston." <laughs> and the way he said his name, I was like, who the fuck? So I thank well, God for the internet, bro. I went on Google. I started watching all these YouTube clips. And I was like, yo, how have I never fucking heard of this guy before? And as I fell in love with that dude. Because like, like I just said, you guys relate so much. How did he yeah. get into AEW? Because obviously when he came in for the open challenge, then he yeah. the, the right after the match, Eddie Kingston. Was yeah, that he, like a Cody thing or was that a TK thing? When I don't know if who who it was that brought him in, I think it might have been Cody because Cody's Cody's cool like that, and Cody worked with him on the Indies a lot, so he was bringing in people that were like that he's worked with. He wanted yeah. to give them like some shine on TV. But I remember when he came out and he cut that promo, and then they had that match. Um, Twitter like exploded. Twitter was like, "Yo, Eddie Kingston is here. He finally la da la da la." And people were tweeting at Tony Khan, yo, you got to fucking sign Eddie. You got to sign Eddie. Now, I don't know if Eddie had already been signed before that. Because, you know, he'll probably he'll sign people and then bring them yeah. out, but not announce it and shit. Um, but shortly after that, the announcement came that he was signed. So I don't know if it was already predetermined that he was getting signed or they wanted to try him out in that match or whatever. But that dude, man, that fucking... I go back and I watch like YouTube clips all the times of like old promos because again, Tony, give us a fucking app so we can watch all this shit. But um that promo that he cut on Punk when when they were in the ring together, bro, that's that is must see TV, bro. Must see TV. That was on Rampage too, I believe. Yeah, right? when fucking Punk calls him a bum and everybody's like, oh, <gasps> Oh my god, he called him a bum. Like that was like the worst thing you could call a human being as a fucking bum. Yeah. <laughs> it was and you, know, you know what I like about Eddie? He does it in every match. And who I'll compare him to, there's only him and one other person that can do this that generally always pops me and the crowd. How he just comes in the ring, talks shit going down like a typical like northeast person. And then I'm a huge fan 
of when you like them and the the other wrestler just get in and start doing the punches. And the yeah. only other person who gets a crowd hyped like him like that is KO, I think. Like yeah. when they just bring people in and they just start punching. Like I want to see the two yeah. of them do that together. Um that'd be great. Especially because they kind of low-key got the same body type, but <laughs> right, true. But yeah, yeah Eddie, have that, uh... Eddie does so many little things that like probably like when we went to double or nothing, uh I think that might have been like my girl's like third time in general seeing Eddie Kingston. Like she pretty much just watched the build, the double or nothing. And when he came out with the gas can, she was like, this motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> That's a psycho killer. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll never forget that. My man came out all bloody with a gas can. And I'm just like, I literally laughed. I was like, it was just fucking nuts. And I love him. Like He's the man. One of my favorite things that Eddie Kingston does is like when he, cause you know, he'll always come out wearing a hat or some shit. And like somebody's, talking talking shit to him like promo wise and he'll go like this yeah. like what like he, he does that sh- he, he bro every time he does that shit it gets a pop out of me he always does that like like what what'd you say but that's like one of my favorite times that he did that was when he was uh when miro was cutting that promo on him in the ring yeah. because if you take one more step towards this ring eddie you're gonna get redeemed tonight <laughs> and he tells him fucking yo redeemer my man Redeem these nuts. Redeem, I and still then, need to buy that shirt. Oh, I, I really say, still I need to buy that shirt. That, one. that shirt went nah, I got to get that shirt. I got to get it before it's gone. So I think, granted, based off this conversation, I think we're both putting, pulling for Eddie in that match. And I love Jay White. Yeah, same. I, I don't see how they're going to have Jay White lose to Eddie Kingston, though. But it sucks man because it's, it's yeah it's you know what guy, i love bro. though about eddie speaking of him losing he's that guy i think already which i think shoot for never holding a world title like an AEW yet or right. ever or any title right i don't think he's been anything yet he's that dude who can lose all the time and still be like over yeah he's like, another and i think i think that's awesome on him what because he debuted during the pandemic like 2020 so just about three years and he's already in that territory without being right. a world champ. Like, in a fucked up way, a dude made it. You know what I mean? Like, he's protected. That's what, that's what I get worried about sometimes, like, when I watch the show in a couple weeks and he's not on there. Because I'm like, come on, Tony. Don't do not do this, bro. Don't fuck this up, bro. Eddie Kingston, when every time, if you watch, I don't know how much Dark Elevation or, or whatever you watch. Mm-hmm. But he's always on Dark and he's always on Elevation. If you... Every well, you were fucking there when he came out, so you know the pop. You saw the pop in person, bro. Every time his music hits, (laughs) he gets a gigantic pop, and it's like, bro, you you have to understand what you have in people like that. Like, there's some people who come out and get no reaction. They're Mm -hmm. great people, like a Kip Sabian, who's who's great. I'm a Kip Sabian fan. I want to see him do more. I think Kip Sabian could be like the Seth Rollins in AEW if they actually give him a chance. But he gets no pop. Like, he gets no... They're yeah. like, oh, it's Kip Sabian. Eddie's or, a friend. Yeah, or Trent, you know? Trent <laughs> comes out and they're like, hey, best friends. Yay, you know? But Eddie's music hits and everybody's like, oh, shit, here comes... You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, get, you get that energy. And then when he comes out all aggressive, like, he always comes out walking fast to the ring. Like, Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like, going to lie. I'm not saying it because we're on the topic of him, but... When I went to the show, I made sure I got there for start time because I know he's on that. Which yeah. uh, they had Claudio was on uh, was on dark. Um, okay, so yeah. how do they how do they do that? Do they film? Because this is a question I wanted to know. 
Mm-hmm. How do they film all that shit? Do they so, do? Oh, okay. So I'll go off East Coast time with it all. Because it starts at 8, Rampage. I mean, Dynamite's at 8. So what they do is pretty much Elevation starts would be at 7. So Doors would be at 6. Elevation's at 7. Elevation goes for about 45 minutes because they're just nonstop. So yeah. what they do is, and this is smart, they'll bring them out. As you know, those matches don't really last long on Dark right. Elevation. Then they clear everyone out of the ring. And then uh, the announcer gets in, counts everyone down from 10, and then they record again so there's not that awkward silence. They get the pop because as wrestling fans, you're always going to count down. So she's like, yeah. next match will be in 10, 9, and then the next one comes. Then they do that. Then following, then they go uh, Dynamite. Justin Roberts comes out. You know, we're going live in five minutes, one minute. You know, right. pumps you up. Then that ends, and then it was about... Well, maybe it was longer for me because it was the ladder match, so they kind of had to clear all that shit up and do that. But then you got to think they got to change the ring. Um, so I'd say it was about ten minutes, about ten minutes, and then they went right into rampage, and then rampage just keeps going. Same thing. So if you so pretty much you get you get about three hours. Well, no, no, no. You get a yeah. You probably get around four hours straight of wrestling. Four hours, bro, at least. Yeah, because literally at 4 o'clock for me, because doors were at 3, at 4, like, dude, there could have been no one in their seats. They're starting elevation. Like, it's not like there you could tell they were waiting, because I sat down, and the first match started for elevation, and there was, like, nobody saying. But what was wow. cool about it was, is once it started, people started going to their seats, because, like, oh, shit, wrestling started, you know? Yeah. So I think that's smart that they don't, like, wait for people to come in. But um, yeah, that's a yeah. lot of fucking so you, you get, for, Oh yeah, it's a lot. Like I ain't gonna lie. Get, I mean, you get your money's worth, I guess. You know what I'm saying? You, you're gonna see a lot of fucking wrestling that day. Yeah, exactly. But, you get your money's worth. Like I said, Tony comes out. Oh, Tony comes out right before Dynamite. You know, pops the crowd where you're yeah. at and all that. Um, which was cool. You know what I mean? Like I thought that was pretty cool seeing Tony. Um, but yeah, it. I did. Yeah, you definitely get your money's worth. Except the only thing is. Man, their shirts are so expensive, dog. I wanted to get a yeah. shirt, and the only one I had that they liked that I had, it was all black, and then it said the Elite and like, purple and gold. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was, like, $40. I was like, eh. Damn. But one thing I was telling my girl, tell me if you think this is a smart idea before we move on. So it's all about local advertising, in my opinion, right? Would it be a dope idea if that every time they went to the words the Elite like in the square and all that was the sports team's colors. Oh yeah, if if they would like if they wanted money, they would do something well, like that. Cuz I know like when the rock back in the day had finally the rocks come back to and it had the town on Yeah, there. on the back, right? Cuz I feel that would like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not from Cali, but if they would have had something in like charger colors, like the light blue, yellow, I probably would have caved in and bought it. So I'm like, "Yo, it relates to me kind of thing." Yeah, and I think Brock used to do that too with the um Cause I have the um, Brock Lesnar F five like with the highway sign shirt. That's like one of my yeah, Suplex City shirts. Yeah, that's one of my favorite fucking shirts ever, bro. This fucking highway sign where it says Suplex City and the exits and shit. But he used to do that with um, those shirts with the town. I I think they would have the town. Yeah, somewhere either on the front or the back. So it's like you would think that's something that they would want to do. But I remember back in the day too. Uh, my dad got one, so I'm from Rhode Island, so Providence is where they'd come, and it said Providence 316. Like, oh, you know what I mean? And it's like, yo, you were late to it. That's dope. You know what I mean? So I, that's why I was like, because I told her, I'm like, yo, flat out, if they would have done that, like any LA, because especially in LA, you could have, there's so many 
damn teams in every sport. But I was like, yo, like, they should really do that. Like, I think that's a smart idea because you could have done purple and gold for the Lakers, especially being in the forum. Right. Like, I, I probably would have bought it. You know, um, maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Because I know the elite in general kind of rocks purple. So I could be wrong. They might already be doing this. And I'm wrong. All right. Uh, hold on a second. Jay Briscoe's trending number one. Jay Briscoe died. No way. What the fuck is going on? Whoa, dude. I should have never opened Twitter, bro. Yeah. I just went, oh, oh, my God. Jay Briscoe fucking died, bro. Jesus. Oh, my God. In an auto what accident. What the fuck is going on, bro? Damn. Dude, this is fucking terrible, bro. What is going on? For those listening that might not know, Jay Briscoe of the Briscoe is one of the best tag teams. Put on some banger of matches the past few years. Passed away, sadly, in an auto accident. Oh, man. That he man just posted this picture a couple hours ago with his... Oh, my God, bro. What a fucking bummer. Oof. That man put it on match of the year for years. Or contentions. Dude. Oof. I'm sorry for every anyone. <laughs> bro. It's not even funny. I don't know why I just laughed. Natural reactions, man. Just natural. That's in... I don't even, bro. What a fucking bummer, man. Jesus Christ. That like, is really fucking terrible. I literally went on here to look up the dynamite card because I was going to ask you about the dynamite card. Uh, because it's it looks like a fucking banger this week. And the first thing I see that's never good when you see somebody fucking trending number one that has no reason to be trending. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, no. Why is he trending? And oh my God. Wow, bro. You when know, you think Ring of Honor, you think him. Like that think he is Ring of Honor, bro. And, dude, he, the Briscoes are, like, I'm really glad that they were able to um, get as much shine as they were allowed to because, you know, there's certain people in the WB executives that they didn't want them on AEW. So they would have been able to appear had it not been for that. But even with that, I'm glad that they were able to, you know, have these matches with FTR. Um, and I'm glad that they were able to get as much shine as they did last year with all the love from PWI and just all the love online that they got for the work that they did and the matches they had. Because they have been doing it so long. And they've been so consistently entertaining and great. Um, man, what a fucking bummer, dude. Just won yeah, the title. Just won the titles back, too, bro. Uh, Feel bad for him, his family. Man, thoughts, man, this is, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, Tony him. just tweeted out. I, 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 bro, I, listen, man, I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I see Tony Khan just tweeted. Let me just read Tony's tweet, I guess, because I'm trying to get my head straight. 
Uh, sadly, Jamin Pugh has passed away. Known to fans as Jay Briscoe, he was a star in ROH for over 20 years from the first show until today. Jay and his brother Mark dominated ROH, reigning as the champions to this day. We'll do whatever we can to support his family. Rest in peace, Jamin. Uh, man. I see all these people on the chat. Beer City Bruiser, that is a ROH legend. Everybody in here is fucking just, it sucks. It really fucking sucks. Um, I just felt too, like, like you were saying with the exact, I felt they were slowly and slowly like breaking that, you know, and they were going to be on TV because Ring of Honor, whether it's Ring of Honor getting a deal or finally being allowed on AEW, like, geez, man. That's yeah, sad. remember, like, I, I freaked out. Uh, what was it? When they were promoting the, um, the pay-per-view. Because it was like they showed a video, a little vignette of the Briscoes. It was on, was it on? Um, was it Road to Dynamite? It was on AEW's YouTube channel. Yeah. But I was like, oh my God, the fucking Briscoes are on AEW programming. Like, fucking, it's, it's happening, guys. It's happening. Like, they actually physically showed the two of them on an AEW show. It wasn't Dynamite, but it was on their programming. So. I was like, what does this mean? Does this mean eventually they're going to show up? Maybe. I don't know. But, um, man, just, you know, all love and respect to to, to his brother, man. Uh, he must be going through hell right now. The family, their kids. He just, had, he just had another fucking kid, man. Um, That's terrible, bro. And two people died in fucking that car accident. Just, that's terrible, bro. You know, one thing on this show what we try to do is we try to spread the love. We try to give flowers to, you know, as many people as we can because you fucking never know, man. You never know what can happen in life. And look at that. I just went to look at a fucking stupid. Bro, if I hadn't looked at that Twitter, we'd be going on with the show. It's hey, all a bunch of shit. And meanwhile, this whole shit is going down. Um. Yeah, this kind of derailed us a little bit, but it's just uh it's just, it's just so young, just so talented. Like I said, they were in the top five tag teams of the year. Yeah, they they it was I think they weren't they yeah, they were in the top five. I don't remember I think exactly they were number where. three or four or something. Yeah. They were in top five, not number five. You know. I think they might have been four. I think they were right on their FTR if I think I don't remember, but Damn shame, man. Man, fuck, man. What a fucking bummer, bro. What a fucking bummer. I'm going to get off Twitter now because you know any second now. Oh, someone's going to say something ignorant. Some fucking idiot is going to say something really stupid, and I don't even want to fucking deal with that shit. So, um, Refrain. Yeah, man. Crazy shit, bro. Fucking wrestling, man. There's a thing, too. You, you, you get so attached to these people man and you think they're always gonna be here bro and you know shit happens um i like to say tell me if i'm wrong like you said when you said you're so attached to someone it's like it doesn't matter how old we are even some of them like we might be older than some of the performers but in a weird way like you look up to them in a way like not you know maybe not fatherly figure look up way but it's like you know what i mean like you look at them in that certain light like damn man like you know what i mean like half of these people I'd like to say me being 30, I'm around like the age of most of them, you know, right. still, I think younger than some of the bigger names, but it's like, 
like you look up to him like i i you know what i mean like how do you not sit here and say that like because like you said kind of like a family you tune in to see this individual or this two team every week for years you know what i mean it's like you said it's like their family in a weird way damn i'm gonna miss that dude man because that just um not to not to stifle past your point or anything um because it's sound and yeah it's like it, it is it gets weird especially me i'm about to turn 45 this year and i'm over here i'm over here watching wrestling cheering for people that are like in their 20s as it, it, it does get weird a little bit and you do end up looking up to these people even though they're you're you know you're older than they are they're supposed to look up to you but isn't it's the opposite but man, just to think that, and and again, this is a super selfish thing to say because obviously, this dude, this family just lost their, these kids lost their father, this woman lost her husband. But just to not, you're not gonna see this dude anymore. Um, that's a tragedy in itself. On top of the fucking tragedy of, uh, what happened to him and what the family's going through. But just man, fuck man, what a bummer, bro! What an absolute fucking punch in the stomach this is. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Um, we'll see, man. You know, Tony. Tony is a uh, Tony is uh, one thing I've seen is that he seems to be a man of his word. Number one, and he is just an aficionado and lover of wrestling, and I'm sure that the family will be fine as far as finances and all that. And I'm sure that there will be a tremendous tribute for this person uh, tomorrow night. I really hope so. Um, I really hope so. It deserves it. I don't want to hear any political bullshit, bro. Uh, this man needs to be given his flowers on a national stage and WWE, you know, I'm sure they can say something, but he was never over there. So mm -hmm. there's no, you know, all those fans are going to be like, huh? Well, who's that? Yeah. They're just not going to know. So, oh, man. Man, the way my stomach dropped when I when I clicked the search, when I clicked the little circle thing for the search and I saw Jay Briscoe at the top of the fucking thing with like 4,000 fucking tweets, I was like, uh, why is he trending number one? What the fuck is going on? Because usually uh, that means either you're canceled or, you know, something horrible happened. And unfortunately, something horrible happened. So, um, again, man, thoughts and prayers to his family. That's awful. Like, really bad, bro. Absolutely. Uh, we love you, Jay Briscoe. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I really don't know how what else to add to that. Yeah. For those who don't, you know what I mean? He's, like I said, I've been very vocal with old ROH and just him and his brother were just two I liked from the get-go just because they were different. They're hardcore kind of style just with themselves and everything. Like, do yourself a favor and go back and watch and you'll see why the wrestling world feels how they feel right now because of the impact and just just everything. How great he was. Just you know? the love of the art that they have. The Briscoes, the the love of professional wrestling. Yeah, they were were they the most technical guys. Nah, that wasn't what they were about. Those were they were them boys. Like they mm -hmm. they're gonna come out there and they're gonna punch you in the mouth, and if they're gonna out wrestle you in their own way, and um, 
13-time world champions, 13-time ROH world tag team champions, on top of the many other championships that they've, they've had championships in uh, HOG, uh, what do you call it, uh, House of Glory. Um, they were PWG tag team champions. They were champions in Japan. They, they just they won championships all over. Um, Wherever they went, they ended up somehow with gold. Yeah, everywhere they went, they 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 were champion. So, um, that's a terrible, terrible loss for wrestling, man. Really bad. It is absolutely terrible, bro. I don't know what to do, bro. Do we keep going? Like, I don't know what to do, bro. This shit is crazy. Um, you know, we were gonna continue going down the newswire and shit. It's just I feel I don't know. Do we just continue? We push on. What are we doing here? Whatever you want to do. It's terrible, bro. Just off the matches. Just like let think about it. Last year alone, I don't know remember how many pay per views ROH had, but both matches they had at was it uh not death was it death before dishonor the first yeah. one, and I then so. yeah and supercar of honor yeah and then uh they just argue both matches are in probably top five tag match of the year yeah i mean so it's and not again, like like when we went over the um we went over the the pay-per-view not the pay-per-view i'm all tongue-tied when we, when we went over the matches of the year i said on there i i'm leaving out these matches because it was in a weird you know, we were doing AEW and WWE, and although Ring of Honor was purchased by Tony and it's part of AEW, I felt like like it, it doesn't count. Like it almost felt unfair that you got like two company matches and against. So mm -hmm. I left it out. But dude, that dog collar match that they had with FDR is the great, like the greatest tag team match I've ever seen. <clears throat> it's the greatest tag team match I've ever seen. Um. And it's not even close. Um, I can't think of another tag team match that I that can I can even put up there with that. That was yeah. a fucking tremendous match. My fucking my throat is all fucked up. Yeah, no, just it was. You know, <clears throat> they just in general, all the matches they just did, like you never very rarely from the matches from, and I'd like to think I'm just like at the beginning level of knowing them. You know what I mean? Obviously I've been following them, whatever. And then they were one of the few acts I did follow in ROH when I was watching. And it's like, but you, they were never those people on the card where it was like, oh, well their match sucked. You know, like those words were never, never put in that. Right. No, no, no. They, nah, I, I can't say it. And this is not because of, you know, whatever, but, um, and it's just, it's, I don't even know. I, I don't want to, it's, it's weird. I don't want to say something that comes off fucked up, but it's like, it's almost like almost appropriate that we're talking about him now because I wasn't able to harp on how fucking good those matches were really when we did the wrap up shows just because we were leaving out, you know, that particular brand, but they you know for those last couple i don't know if that supercard of honor match was their last match technically because i know that they were doing some stuff with house of glory mm -hmm. um but man to 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 have those three 
that trilogy with FTR last year and just to kind of cap that off as like the legacy of, of your tag team. Um, at least people who aren't familiar with this person and kind of want to go back, you, you have easy access to be able to go watch that and you can just watch some, it's just a fucking tremendous, tremendous, tremendous wrestling matches. But, um, man, it's a shame, man. Such a young guy full of life to just lose his life that way. It's terrible, bro. It really is. Yeah, it just I don't know, sure. Nick. I don't know if we can keep I don't know if I can continue this. No, I think we think we can wrap it up and uh yeah. we can always save the topic we have and you know, we can name this episode after him and you know just yeah, just once again, man, thoughts and prayers to his family. That's I feel it's rude of us to honestly keep going like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh man cody man why did they not yeah man, yeah. Talk about yeah that shit now bro yeah we have plenty of time to talk about that um yeah that's gonna uh i think we're gonna wrap it up here you know uh for those listening you know obviously i'd like to think our fan base is more of the hardcore side especially with our new japan views um i think everyone understands why you know this is cut short um yeah, just kind of not to kind of go down the sad topic again, but it's like, you know, we've lost so many great wrestlers and just in people in general. It's like, you know, you damn auto accident, car accident, and yeah. car accident. Like you said, just take this time, not just from us, but just in general, like daily, like, you know, make sure you appreciate the ones you love and saying those words of affection and, you know, hugging and, you know, the little things like if that family member calls you answer that phone or yeah man you know reach out to that friend that maybe you haven't heard to in so long because you know I'm a fucked up way man life sucks in that aspect and you just never know when someone's gonna go you know this guy who was out here performing for us wrestling fans for 20 plus years and you know i don't know the family situation but i assume if he was in a car he was going somewhere and probably just said you know to his wife and kids, hey, I'll see you in a little bit. I'll be back, you know, and that's just what that's just what kills you, you know. Um, so yeah, this is it for here. You know where to follow the show. You know how to follow that. If not, go watch other shit. But uh, thank you guys for listening once again. Rest in peace, Jay Briscoe from the Trash yeah, Bowl. For anyone else who doesn't want to say, you know, for real thoughts and prayers. Hit me more and more as I speak and talk about family, just thinking his family's perspective. So, you know, just thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with a Rumble pre-show. But, you know, once yep. again, take this time. Hug your loved ones. Do what you can. And uh, hope everyone can do what they can to have a great day. And uh, once again, thoughts and prayers to Jay Briscoe, the Briscoe family, Absolutely. and the wrestling community for losing a great one. We hope.